You're listening to the Alex B. Podcast. Hello, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. I didn't watch that Jake Paul fight, uh, Jake Paul and Tommy Fury or whatever, but I guess he lost by a split decision or whatever. I don't know. I don't follow boxing like that. I just think the dude's pretty much a bad motherfucker, but I always wait for somebody to do some bootleg shit because, you know, somebody will have it on TikTok or Instagram and they bootleg the fight, and I was actually going to look for it on Sunday, but I'm like, you know, fuck it, man. I'll just, I'll just read the news headlines and figure that would be good. So I'm sure everybody got paid, made some money, et cetera, et cetera. There you go. All right, let's start this thing off here with how expensive it is to go to Disneyland or Disney World. Okay, Disneyland obviously is in California. Disney World's in Florida. Now, I only went to Disney World like one, one time, like back when I was a kid. I don't even remember how much it cost them, but there's a guy his name is Jeff Wright. His, he's 50 years old. Between 2012 and 2020, he made 2,995 consecutive visits to Disneyland. So he set the Guinness World's record for making the most consecutive visits to Disneyland after visiting the theme park every single day for eight years, three months, and 13 days. He's from Huntington Beach, California. Motherfucker, don't you have a, what were, you, were you working? I don't know. So, yeah, he sets the record. So his achievement was finally uh, enshrined in the Guinness Book of World's Records. So this guy told the L.A. Times that he started his daily trips while he was unemployed as a way to exercise and distract himself from job hunting. So you ain't got no motherfucking job and you're going to fucking Disney World, Disneyland every day. How How does that happen? How do you not have a job? And how do you say you're distracting yourself from job hunting? Now, I know this started 20... How? So, he told Guinness Book of World's Records, we decided to use Disneyland as a positive as we were out of work and had annual passes that had been gifted, so it was a source of free entertainment. So somebody gave him a free pass. I, I don't get it. And for him to say he was distracted... See, that's the problem. I, was, I, need, I need a distraction from job hunting. No, motherfucker, you need to get a job. I mean, is there any payoff for being like this consecutive visitor besides, you know, you'll get Internet notoriety and maybe like a free pass. And I don't know, maybe I don't know. I don't know why. But yeah. Two thousand two thousand nine hundred ninety five consecutive visits to the Magic fucking Kingdom. Oh, he said he became a Disneyland celebrity. I started having guests in the parks stop me for my photos. Why? See, that's the thing is, man, the shit that we recognize and give credit for and kudos to and everything, I just, man, I just don't get. Oh, yeah, we're uh, launching the news cruise. You know how I roll. A woman in South Carolina was arrested after deputies said she tried to have three kilos of cocaine shipped to her home. You can't be that dumb, can you? The Lancaster County Sheriff's Office said investigators received a tip about a parcel of cocaine being delivered to a home on February 13th. Just in time for Valentine's Day. Deputies say it contained two large bricks of compressed powder weighing more than six and a half pounds. Uh, they estimated the street value to be about $180,000. According to deputies, the package was addressed to 28-year-old Quanisha Monago. Uh, an undercover agent delivered the parcel, and deputies said Monago took the cocaine, put it in the back of a 2012 Ford Focus, and started to get behind the wheel of the car. She was then arrested and charged with trafficking cocaine and possession with intent to distribute marijuana. Why would you be that dumb to use the poke? Come on, now. Seriously. Should be doing that stuff anyway, let alone just having it shipped to your fucking house like it's an Amazon package. 
Okay, since I just mentioned Amazon, Easton, Pennsylvania, an Amazon delivery driver is accused, not excused, of exposing himself to a woman in Easton. Police said the driver was making his rounds at about 11.23 in the morning, February 9th, and uh, the victim reported she saw the driver get out of his truck. When she turned around, the driver was holding his nuts, or as, as the press says, his genitalia in his hand and asked her, do you want some of this? <laughs> According to police, the woman get to, went to get her husband and the driver left the area to continue his deliveries. The driver was stopped in his delivery truck nearby, uh, police said. The driver will be charged via summons with indecent exposure and harassment. Easton police said Amazon cooperated with officers in gathering evidence. What would possess you just to just jump out of your truck? Unless she was like fire ass hot or something. Or you, what, what would possess you? You got those cars. Those trucks are visibly marked. Okay. It's not like you could do anything on the DL. 1123 in the morning. And you're going to fucking whip out your junk. And then continue on your day like nothing happened. Okay, I said when I started recording this particular episode of the podcast, I was not going to talk about, you know, uh, North Korea and Russia and Ukraine and China, you know, the balloons and China's teaming up with Russia. So I got a more interesting story about China because, you know, they're they're out there inventing shit, you know, giving us COVID, you know, as fucking, uh, you know, Trump used to call it the China virus and shit, whatever. But listen to this. They came up with a a new concept on how to how to have a... um, it's called a Chinese contraption with warm, moving silicone lips. So basically, dig this. It's like a, it's like a, it's a, a synthetic like pair of lips. So this thing is equipped with pressure sensors and actuators. The de- device is said to be able to mimic a real kiss by replicating the pressure, movement, and temperature of a user's lips. Also, with the kissing motion, it can also transmit the sound the user makes like, uh, or whatever. I don't know. People make those sounds. Whatever. People say it's vulgar, it's creepy. Um, To send a kiss, the users need to download a mobile phone app, plug the device into their phone's charging port. After pairing with their partners in the app, couples can start a video call and transmit replicas of their smooches to each other. Whatever happened is like, you know, whacking off in a video and send it to somebody or, or chicks exposing themselves. So now we got this synthetic lips or whatever. And it's, I saw the pictures of it and maybe I'll, I'll post it online or something and it's 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 going to be a thing people are obviously going to buy them uh one of the inventors said in my university i was in a long distance relationship with my girlfriend so we only had contact with each other through the phone that's where the inspiration of this device originated so basically it's like a fake set of you know synthetic lips kind of like a blow-up doll kind of like pocket pussy whatever you want to call it and this is going to be a thing now so they got a patent on it. They're working on it. A similar invention called the Kissinger uh, was launched uh, in Malaysia back in 2016, but it came in the form of a touch-sensitive silicone pad rather than realistic-looking lips. While advertised uh, for long-distance relationships, the Chinese device also allows users to pair up anonymously with strangers in the kissing square function of the app. If two strangers match successfully and like each other, they can ask to exchange kisses. What the fuck? It's bad enough you got TikTok spying on like the, the, the world and now you're gonna you you wanna pair up with strangers on this device that's supposed to mimic a kiss. I, you know that shit's not gonna fly in the fucking US. There's no way that's gonna make it to the US. I would be stunned if it did. But again, stranger things have happened and you know, people are flying balloons and nobody knows what the hell that's about, so really anything is possible. 
And I bet you didn't know today was National Retro Day. I had no idea there was such a thing, but in honor of National Retro Day, why not rock some KC in a sunshine band? I'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Alex B. Podcast. Let's go.
You're listening to the Alex B Podcast. Connect with the podcast on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The username, all one word, the Alex B Podcast. Yep, just like the uh, lovely Laura Steele just said, uh, you can find uh, the podcast, uh, different variations and stuff that I find on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, occasionally on TikTok. Now, I've got some, uh, some things I'm going to work on, and, I, and I'm not going to post it on TikTok only because I know when I do, uh, they're gonna they're gonna pull it down because they're gonna say it's violent. So I'm gonna read a, a story or two, but that I do have some other things that are on a serious note that I'm gonna release on social media uh, this week. Yeah, so definitely pay attention to that. It's a, I know I like cracking jokes, but some of the stuff I actually have video to go along with the story. It's pretty disturbing. 13 year old boy was arrested in St. Louis County on suspicion of first degree murder and robbery in connection with a shooting and attempted carjacking, and he killed this woman. Happened on January 24th. 38-year-old Kay Johnson was fatally shot while pulling her car into her garage in the 4700 block of Compton Avenue. She was pronounced dead at the scene. Johnson's 14-year-old daughter was in the car with her when she died. That's horrific. To watch your mother get killed in front of you and then by some 13-year-old punk ass. At the time of Johnson's death, St. Louis, uh, Louis police said they believe she was one of several victims in a string of recent attempted or confirmed carjackings. Uh, this past Friday, the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department announced that a 13-year-old boy had been arrested in St. Louis County on suspicion of first-degree murder and robbery in connection with the case. Now, this is comes now, this is comes after a 14-year-old boy was arrested Janu- on January 28th in St. Louis County on suspicion of second-degree murder and first-degree robbery in connection to the shooting. Both teens will be are being held at the St. Louis County Juvenile Detention Center. Now, again, and I know I sound like a fucking broken record. I wish we can start releasing the names of these people. I know there's a minor. They want to protect them. They're taking lives, people. They're killing people. They're performing crimes like grown ass adults. They need to be outed. Come on now. 13 years old, man. Your whole life just ruined. Like, I don't understand any of it. I don't know what the excuse is. There's a lot. There's a blame game that could be going on, but it starts at home. I truly believe. How about a positive story regarding kids? I'm always always telling you stories about kids and criminals and stuff. But how about one that's a snitch that actually paid off a toddler? So Sheriff's Office of Kentucky was going to serve a warrant. Okay, Whitley County, uh, Went to a home in Williamsburg, Kentucky uh, this past Friday to serve a warrant. Officers looked around. None of the adults that were inside the house would say if the fugitive, the wanted woman, by the way, was in the house. So this toddler that was happened to be visiting stood up, put his hands on his hips and said, it's good to be honest. We shouldn't lie. Could you imagine how horrified the fucking people were in the house? Uh, the toddler then told the officers that the suspect was in the room next to the bathroom. The 45-year-old fugitive was arrested. I said fugitive. It's fugitive, not fuge. I don't know why. I can't pronounce that word this morning. Uh, Was arrested on meth possession charges and other outstanding warrants. Deputy said the child was visiting the home and was not in any danger. He was healthy, intelligent, and in no way appeared to be abused. He was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. I just hope the kid didn't get his ass beat or something for ratting uh, ratting out the fugitive. man. But this shows you there is some good in the world. And it's always good to tell the truth, kids. You know, all these people that, you know, they see these crimes and stuff and they, you know, I didn't see nothing. Knowing that there's a bunch of witnesses and stuff around, man, step up, do the right thing. Oh, yeah. This next story 
It was like something you'd see out of the movies. You know, like uh, like on The Hangover. Listen to this. Since January, the New York City Police Department has recorded 21 incidents in which thieves riding on mopeds stole Apple AirPod Max headphones right off the victim's heads. So these guys are, you know, you're just walking down the street, man, somebody rolls up on a moped and takes your fucking headphones. A group of four individuals are being sought in connection with the thefts, according to an NYPD statement shared with CNN. Uh, in each incident, the group approached a victim from behind with two individuals riding each moped, one red and one black. Uh, the first incident occurred on January 28th, according to the statement. The most recent theft occurred on February 18th. All the incidents took place in Manhattan, police said, and no injuries have been reported in any of the thefts. Uh, New York University, which uh, has campus buildings nearby the locations, uh, has have been alerting students. Could you imagine that? You're just walking down the street, minding your own business, man, and somebody rolls up on you and takes your headphones. Now, granted, thank God there's been no injuries, you know, nothing violent that's reported like that, but that's really where we're at right now? That you can just roll up? And I, don't, I guess that these th- things are expensive, like $600 a pair. I'm personally a Beats person, whatever. But yeah, imagine that. People are rolling up on mopeds. You know, and it's like you see like, you know, it's like like action movies where people like show up on motorcycles and are like shooting people and stuff like that. Now people are just rolling up on mopeds in Manhattan and taking your fucking headphones. Now, this is kind of an interesting crime story with a twist. And I'm not sure if this if this chick has any um, any grounds for this or not. I'm not 100 percent sure. But if you guys remember back in 2021, Lady Gaga got her, her dogs taken like, you know, she's a big, you know, pet fanatic or whatever. So she offered a reward of 500. She literally said she's she was offering a 500,000, a half a million dollar reward to get her dogs back. And she said she'd pay it with no questions asked if her dogs were returned unharmed. OK, so this uh, chick by the name of Jennifer McBride uh, returned the dogs. Uh, at the LAPD Olympic Community Station on February 26th of 2021, just two days after they were taken. So basically, uh, you know, she saw the reward and said, oh, shit, I'm going to get paid. So she was later charged in connection to the theft with receiving stolen property and being accessory to the crime. She allegedly dated the father of one of the men responsible for assaulting Gaga's dog walker, Ryan Fisher. So... Eventually, she pled no contest to one of the counts of receiving stolen property and was slapped with two years of probation. So now she wants $1.5 million from Lady Gaga for posting the misleading reward in addition to the 500000 or whatever that was promised. Reps for Lady Gaga has not re, uh, responded to this. Could you imagine? That's kind of, is that still like the same thing? I mean, is it the same thing? No questions asked. So if the person took them, and gave it back. It's kind of like a hostage or a ransom or whatever. Should the chick get paid? Should she get the 500K? Really, personally, I think the $500,000 needs to go to the dog walker because he got the fucking raw end of the deal, man. He got his ass beat. He got really kind of fucked up or whatever. And there's been stories in the media circulating that, you know, she's kind of left him high and dry. But one of the people in relation to the dog theft now says, yeah, we took your dogs. I gave him back, but now I want $1.5 million. Get the fuck out of here. Again, that's what's wrong with our country, folks. People are just, it's, it's me, 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 me. It's just getting old. Okay, one more before we get out of here and start the week. 
A 27-year-old Milwaukee man was taken into custody Wednesday, February 22nd in Washington County after a sheriff's deputy found drugs in his vehicle. So how did this happen? Did they just walk up and... No. Listen to this. Anybody knows, before you call the cops when you need the cops' actual legit help, man, make sure you got your stuff stashed, hidden, thrown away, discarded, or whatever. So this dude drove into a ditch during a winter storm and then called the sheriff's department to report the accident. Like, hey, man, I'm in a ditch. I need to get out. So he called him around 9.30, reported that he accidentally drove into the ditch on Highway 45 near Western Avenue. Upon arrival at the scene, the deputy reported a strong odor of burnt marijuana. So he probably was firing up, waiting for a tow truck to show up. I get it. A search of the vehicle yielded nearly a pound and a half of marijuana, cocaine, multiple phones, a scale, and a large amount of cash. Dude, how stupid can you be? First of all, you shouldn't be doing that stuff. Second of all, you should have thrown that shit in the snow or something and came back for it later before you called the cops. The driver was on felony parole for firearms and drug charges. He was arrested for parole violations and more drug charges. His criminal uh, history includes arrest and convictions for a felon in possession of a firearm, discharging a firearm into a vehicle and or building and possession with the tent to distribute, deliver cocaine. You can't be that dumb, dude. You can't be that dumb to have all that shit in your car. You're smoking weed, waiting for the tow truck to show up or the cops and you're fucked. Again, stupidity is everywhere. Thanks for listening to the Alex B. Podcast. Remember, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, occasionally TikTok. I've got a couple of videos I'm going to share about what's wrong with our youth, and they're serious videos. They're not like where I'm like cracking jokes, but it's stuff that's really disturbed me, and I've been I've rewatched them a couple times over the weekend, just trying to come up for the words to try to narrate this, to try to make it make sense. So pay attention to the social media pages. If you're not following them, definitely follow them, and uh, you'll want to check this out. So have a great Monday. Have a great week. And I'll holler at you soon. And you've been listening to the Alex B podcast.